Well, good morning, everybody. This is Nicole Greer, the Vibrant Coach, and we find ourselves here in 2015 with a wonderful year ahead where we can stoke our engines and we can resolve to keep our New Year's resolutions. So today's show is Stoke Your Engines, and I am excited about talking to you about this idea that you can do what you set out to do. You know, in order to succeed, we must first believe that we can. And I can remember as a child listening to the story of the little engine that could, and I believe that inside each of us, we all have a little engine that can. Now, the deal is, is that that little engine could not go up over that hill and cross the mountain unless he stoked the fire inside And I think that's really the key to moving forward in 2015 is having a daily practice where we continuously stoke our inner fire and we think about what are the things that will keep my passion alive and help me get where I want to go. So we've got to first believe that we can and really believe and think about our thought loss. So our thoughts either us or they slay us. You know, and every day in our walking around, working life, we are thinking thoughts which eventually become deep-seated beliefs that affect how we show up in the world. And they either bring us into life with, you know, dare I say it, great vibrancy, or they hold us back and they keep us small. You know, what I want people to do is really live this this big life, you know, where they understand that, you know, they were born on the planet for a reason and that that reason must be discovered and it must be, you know, utilized. I mean, I think it's a really huge responsibility that each human on planet Earth figure out what they were born to do. So to begin, we've got to believe that very fact, that, you know, you were born with a purpose, um, that you're supposed to carry out a mission, and that you can do it. Now, this is going to take some serious attention, and we're going to have to, on purpose, put patterns of thinking, uh, rhythms in our life where we stop, we slow down, and we do this thing that's called metacognition. Now, metacognition, a cognition is thinking, and meta means to basically look at how you're thinking, right? So think about how you're thinking. And this is invaluable. Um, Most of us are spending a lot of time, you know, looking, you know, at the world through a certain amount of filters and beliefs that, you know, have been kind of programmed into us. Um, This programming starts when you're a very, very young child, and so depending on, you know, your upbringing and, you know, who the people were that were around you, you, you've got some beliefs in place based on that environment. Now, the good news is, is that you can reprogram, you know, any beliefs that you've been holding on to for a very, very long time, but again, this is going to be the, the power of stoking uh, the engine that's going to get you up over this mountain so that you can, you know, be, uh, you know, have a lot of self-esteem to move forward. So uh, this thinking requires serious attention, and we're going to look at some patterns and some different things that people, because reality is, is when you start to think correctly and intentionally about yourself, You'll build self-esteem or as a little engine that could experience self-esteem, S-T-E-A-M. So that's where we're headed today. 
So when when we think about this idea of self-esteem, it's really a very important um, theory to think about. So self-esteem is this idea that you are um, honoring who you are. So the word esteem means to, you know, to look at something with appreciation, with honor, and then to have a responsibility to it. So self-esteem you know, is the number one thing that helps us move forward in a powerful way. And it's the thing that helps us keep our New Year's resolutions. So, for example, many of you, you know, at this stage uh, of, the, of the month, it's already the ninth, you guys have sat down, you've written out your goals for the year, and you have decided, you know, these are the things that I want to do. Now, there's kind of this cynical, you know, thought process that's out in the world. I've noticed it in the media. I've noticed it on Facebook. I've noticed it uh, in conversations and, you know, sitting with other people and hearing them talk that, you know, there's this idea that, you know, I'm not even going to set a New Year's resolution. I'm not going to try. You know, I think it's ridiculous because I'll fail anyway. So this is, you know, really bad thinking uh, that, you know, we wouldn't want to start fresh. We wouldn't want to try something new. Um, So be very, very careful that you don't get sucked into that cynical place. If you haven't done your New Year's resolution, you definitely need to do a New Year's resolution. So when you sit down to do these, you know, you're going to have to figure out ways that are going to edify or build up those resolutions. And the first thing is to think about how we're thinking. So here's what we want to do is we want to do some self-assessment. And I'm going to run through the SHINE coaching methodology. The SHINE coaching methodology is the process through which I do one-on-one coaching with people and then also with organizations all the way from, you know, government to corporate to nonprofit. Uh, These uh, methods that I have are very, very effective in getting people to think correctly about the goals that they had ahead of them. So let's just run through that real quick. So the SHINE coaching methodology, the first thing is this idea of self-assessment. And so today our focus is on self-assessment in that we want to look at how we think about ourselves, how esteemed is our opinion and belief about how we um, are supposed to be in the world. So the second part of SHINE is habits. So we're going to talk about some good habits and some bad habits that, you know, kind of percolate around this idea of self-esteem. We're going to talk about this idea of integrity. And the N in shine is next right steps. So I've got some exercises for you today. And then, of course, we have energy. And so there are five energies that we can bring to uh, looking at our self-esteem and our thought life. Now, one of those energies is emotional energy, and that's really the one that we're going to work on the most. So emotional energy you know, comes from this place that, you know, we have a thought uh, come in our head and then because we're human, that thought will cause us to go up or down the feeling scale. And let's talk a little bit about this coaching tool. The feeling scale, at the top of the feeling scale is this beautiful feeling called euphoria. It's not experienced all that often, unfortunately. Uh, We need to pay better attention to it. But it's this this idea of experiencing something that is so amazing that I like to say it takes your breath away. You're just like, oh, that was an amazing experience. And, you know, just thinking about the word euphoria makes me somewhat 
happy and excited because I think those experiences await us. So just think about your New Year's resolution. If you accomplished what you said and set out to do, wouldn't that be amazing, euphoric, right? So just thinking about the idea in the future of having accomplished this New Year's resolution takes you up the feeling scale um, and therefore puts you in this higher frame of mind with better thinking that says, I know I can. You know, one success leads to another. Now at the bottom of the feeling scale is this feeling, you know, of depression. And that is a very real um problem for a lot of people but you know all of us kind of run from euphoric to depressed you know at different stages of the day um and we want to get some thinking in place some patterns so that it helps us go back up so emotions are absolutely uh important to observe and to look at when we think about our self-esteem and you know really stoking our belief patterns and that kind of thing all right so Here's the deal. Self-esteem is the ingredient that makes strong and lasting relationships. It helps you build a nurturing community, and it helps turn dreams into achievements. Now, that comes from Matthew McKay. He is a um, a Ph.D., and he wrote a book that I have just been absolutely devouring. It's a book called The Self-Esteem Companion. Uh, It's got tons of simple exercises to help you challenge your inner critic and celebrate your personal strengths. So this has been a great read for me. I highly suggest it. And, you know, the reality of looking at self-esteem and challenging yourself about how you think about yourself is that when you have stronger relationships, like he said, and you have a beautiful community around you and you're understanding that you can actually turn what you're dreaming into achievements, um, you're putting out, as I like to say, this huge vibrant light into the world. And I mean, ultimately, that's our responsibility is to show each other, you know, our strengths and to to bring those to bear on our community to make things better. I mean, we all know people in our communities, uh, people in our families that give that extra, that do uh, the, the very thing that they were born to do with such delight and grace that it just changes everything for the people around them. And that's really who we want to be. So it's really important um, to take a look at that self-esteem. So let me, let me tell you that again. Self-esteem is the ingredient that we all need to work on that makes strong and lasting relationships, builds a nurturing community, and turns dreams into achievements. So if we want to be um, you know, self-motivated in the world and able to you know, look at who we are and how powerful we are, we have to look at our self-esteem in the first place and get a fresh consciousness about who we are and take stock of who we are, our capabilities, our talents, and our strengths. So the powerful question this morning is, you know, what is it that you believe about yourself? I mean, what are the things that you tell yourself? What are the voices in your head saying? So, uh, you know, the thing is, is most of us have two voices, and it kind of goes back to cartoons we used to watch when we were kids where you would have an angel on one shoulder and you'd have the devil on the other shoulder of the cartoon character, and one would tell you that you could do it, and the other one would tell you that you could not do it. Um, these these voices are very, very real. In fact, they are can be called a voice in your head. They can also be called tapes in your head. And our goal is to really pay attention to the tapes that we're allowing to be turned on and those that we're allowing um, 
that we're, that we're turning off. So we've got to really, really get control over how we're thinking. Now, this is going to require us to get into you know, a rhythm and put some tools in place and to do some exercises. So the first exercise I would like you to consider comes from another book that I want you to read, and it's called The Path by Lori Beth Jones. And Lori Beth Jones uh, wrote that book, and it has changed a lot of people's lives. And it was very, very instrumental in me getting into um, my coaching career. I had been in property management for a really, really long time, and her book showed me the potential I had to move into something different, something that I would have never believed I could do, but it showed me my strengths and my talents. So one of the things that she has in this book, which is really, really beautiful, is this concept of write an exhaustive list of all of your talents, as many talents down as you can possibly think of. And these aren't things that are necessarily related just to kind of like your vocational or your work calling or your career calling, but they're talents you have in anything because more and more it's the unique combination of all your talents that's going to set you apart from somebody else. So, for example, I help people all the time put together, you know, their resume, um, you know, the answers that they're going to give inside of interviews and things like that. And I find that oftentimes people are very reluctant to share stories of their talents that are outside of the scope of the actual job that they're looking for. But I will tell you that people really want to know you know, that you're a well-rounded person and, you know, there may be an opportunity in the future where you would grow into a position where other talents and other skills are necessary. So you want to go through and make a very exhaustive list of all your talents. And I would challenge you to write down 25 to start. I mean, certainly you have 25 skills or talents or strengths that you can bring to the world. Now, remember, you've got your physical strengths, you know, your, your ability to, you know, you know, your energy level, your ability to move in the world, your ability to, um, uh, you know, take things to the next level. The other thing that's important is, you know, your emotional strengths, right? So, like, if you have passion, that is a strength. You write it down. Then you want to think about job skills, everything from communication to sales to marketing to, uh, analytical skills, all those kind of things, you want to get those written down. Now, once you get this talent list written down, you are going to prominently uh, display it somewhere in your office. Now, you don't want to display it where maybe everybody in the world be like, what, what are you doing? Or maybe you do. Uh, but you want to put it somewhere where you can refer to it daily. Okay? So this is a, a self-esteem building exercise. You, you do this the 25 talents that you have, and then you're going to visit this list every day. Now, here's what I find when people do this exercise is that there are talents that are lying dormant and they need to be, you know, worked on or they need to be brought out into the world. So if you visit that list every day and you remind yourself of the things that you're good at, as you're moving out in the world and you're having interactions with your relationships and your community and you're trying to turn your dreams into achievements, as Michael had told us self-esteem is all about, then we're going to connect the dots in our brain. 
because what we're trying to do is get rid of the old grooves of thinking, the old beliefs we have about ourselves, you know, the things that tell us that we're not capable, we shouldn't set a resolution because there's no way I never get my resolution done. You know, if we uh, look at the things we're good at, we put that information into our thinking, into our brain, it's going to connect out in the world during the day, all right? So first thing we're going to do is make a long list of talents that we have. Very, very important. Okay, so get that done. Now, once you, you've got that done, you're going to start to make those, you know, connect those dots, and you're going to find that opportunities are going to come your way. Now, we're going to shift now kind of to this place of habits. So we want to take a look at, you know, if these are my strengths and these are my talents, uh, I need to get in the habit of understanding what should I say yes to and what should I say no to. So the first number one habit we want to get is, you know, understanding the things that we on purpose need to enter into that allow our gifts and talents to shine. So to give you an example, um, I'm coaching uh, with an organization right now, and I have um, these two individuals who are so seriously talented, and they complement each other absolutely beautifully. Fortunately, um, their role right now is that they're to share the leadership of this uh, department, and everybody is supposed to use um, a set of skills that is uniform across the that department. Now, now here's the rub with this is that you know one individual in this group has the ability to deal with conflict and to push information forward, to celebrate ideas, and to you know get the agenda that's you know most valuable to the department you know into the organization in a powerful way, while the other individual has the ability to process and synthesize information. Uh, the other person is excellent at prepared presentations and um, delivering messages that are well thought out in advance. These are kind of two different skills, right? You know, one is more off the cuff, shoot from the hip, um, you know, let me take on the conflict, debate, that kind of thing. And the other one, uh, you know, is this person that, you know, wants to be seriously prepared. Now, just think about self-esteem for a moment. Uh, when one person who is very good at being off the cuff, uh, very good at debate, very good at um, you know assertiveness and pressing forward, is asked to slow down, and is asked to you know get seriously you know prepared, do lots of detail work, um, they're going to be forced into their weak area, right? And so that person is not sitting there thinking something's wrong with them because they cannot um, go fast, that, you know, they've got to slow down and it's uncomfortable. Now, while we all need learned behaviors that complement our natural skills on a daily basis, forcing somebody to slow down when their pace is fast is going to create a self-esteem issue and vice versa on the other side with the person that loves to be prepared, who loves to give a prepared message, um, you know, that's been approved and, and has been, you know, deemed appropriate to go in and debate and handle conflict and they walk out and they didn't handle debate and conflict well, their self-esteem is going to suffer. So we really have to look at what I need to say yes to and what I need to say no to and then be okay with the fact that 
I'm not going to be excellent at everything, but I can be very, very excellent at a few things. So it's important to to figure out what do I need to say yes to and what do I need to say no to. So once we do that, we can set the appropriate goals, right? So I figure out what I'm really, really good at, and then I want to do more of those things. So hopefully your New Year's resolutions are are about things that are going to either help you, you know, use your strengths or they're going to edify your strengths. So I know a lot of people make, you know, radical New Year's resolutions, but they're almost setting themselves up to fail because they want to put some kind of behavior in their life that is like so against the grain with regard to their personality. So you've got to figure out, you know, what are the goals that will help me bring my strengths into the world in a much more powerful way. So we're going to train ourselves, you know, to to think differently so that we can do that. Okay, now let's talk about habits on the opposite side, you know. So the habit we want to do is say yes to the right things and no to the right things. That's a very positive habit. Now, that we want to get rid of are um, limited thinking. So a lot of times when we think about, you know, what is what is available to us to get this New Year's resolution done, we look at the resources immediately around us and we see that we are limited. And that's often very true. But what we want to do is we want to look at the world like I'm not limited, um, I have an abundance, okay? So let's, let me give you an example. So, for example, many of you may have decided that you want to work on your weight this year. That's Nicole's thing. And you think to yourself, okay, I have to limit um, myself with my eating. All right. Well, that is, that is not necessarily true. Uh, what we need to do is we need to look at the abundance of good foods and great nutrition that is out there if we will take advantage of it. So, for example, last night I was having dinner with my daughter, and we were talking about the meal in front of us, and she kept saying, am I allowed to have this? Am I allowed to have that? Because we're both, you know, working on getting in shape. And it's kind of like, you know, the thing is, is it's not about the restriction on us. It's, It's about the thing that is totally available to us. So, for example, you know, I went through the refrigerator with her and I said, there's an abundance of things to make a great salad. There's an abundance of, you know, grilled chicken that I've marinated and it's going to be really delicious. And, you know, here's the things that we can eat. And we can eat uh, as many vegetables as we want. They are free. There's an abundance. So we want to look at that. Okay, so limitations versus abundance. So when you find yourself in limited thinking, you want to move yourself over to what is abundant and available to me. Okay, so it's a really good habit to abundance. Right, the next one is we have this habit of uh, thinking that things are impossible. So I hear this all the time and it drives me absolutely crazy. It's like, I was trying to do this, but it was impossible. So we need to move from impossible to possible. And so how do we do that? So we move from impossible to possible by first stopping to slow down and to take a look at um, what really are the options available to us and then look for facts and see where there is like a workaround. So, for example, if you're moving into doing a New Year's resolution, uh, what I would do is I would sit and I would think right now, I would sit down and I would think, 
what are all the obstacles that can get in the way of me getting this New Year's resolution done? Like, go for the obstacles first. Typically what we do is we say, oh, I'm going to lose weight, so I'm going to do these eight things. But then all of a sudden obstacles pop up. So the reality is is we need to stop and say, okay, I'm going to exercise every day. Okay, that is a great strategy. However, you need to take a look at what are the things that could get in the way of me working out every day. So A, there's work. B, there's our family's needs. You know, C, there is, you know, our energy level. There's all sorts of things going on. So when we see that these obstacles could get in the way, our energy level, our family uh, needing us, and our job, we're going to have to stop and say, okay, so every day, when is it going to need to take place so that it doesn't interfere, my job won't interfere, my needs of my family won't interfere, and, um you know, my energy level is good. So I want to take a look at the obstacles first. So again, you know, it's not impossible to work out every day. It is possible to work out every day, but how will I set it up so it is more possible, okay? i got to put the right criteria in place, and I have to do a little bit of thinking. And the more thinking you do, the more opportunities that you see to kind of do a workaround or to overcome an obstacle, that is when your little engine inside just totally gets stoked. You're like, oh, my gosh, I am overcoming these obstacles. I am setting myself up in a really, really powerful way. You know, I have a uh, client. She's real young. She's in her 20s, and she, you know, just really is working on her thinking. And so one of the things that we did, and I offer this to you, is that she uh, wrote out all sorts of quotes on colorful three-by-five cards, and she placed them all around her home. She's got one in the kitchen. She's got one on her bathroom mirror. She's got one uh, on the dashboard of her car. She's got one on the inside of her timekeeper. She changed the screensaver on her computer, on the top of her phone. You know, everything has now got, you know, a quote that says that things are possible. So that was kind of her words. She's trying to move from impossible to possible. And this is a very, very, very good thing. All right, so now I want to talk about integrity for a moment. So, you know, when we think about self-esteem, you know, and integrity, my definition of integrity is that we want to be as whole as possible and that, you know, integrity is not something that we get and we retain. It's made choice by choice. And so every time that you have a negative thought about yourself and it tears away at you and it's a belief or a thought that is untrue, you are out of integrity. Every thought you have about how you are a good person and that you are trying and that you have a goal set puts you more in integrity. You become more whole. So just this idea of your self-esteem and what you think about yourself, you cannot be a woman or a man of integrity if you do not have a good, healthy sense of self-esteem. So let me give you some next right steps. So the next right steps to getting your self-esteem going are going to be to put some things in your day. So uh, this comes from the coach uh, that I work with. His name is Dan Sullivan. He has this thing called the positive focus. And so basically you just number a piece of paper, one to three, and as you move out into the day, you want to think to yourself, what did I do yesterday 
that was really, really positive in the world. And so I just, you know, did this this morning as an exercise to prepare for you guys. And, you know, I realized yesterday one of my clients, uh, Daryl, shout out to Daryl Bellamy, uh, he, I got an opportunity to speak at an event, and he is a speaker as well. And I passed along the information about this event, and I said, you need to set yourself up to be part of this. He got the opportunity. Uh, I helped Deborah get her goals on the wall and yesterday, another client, and then um, I actually confronted somebody uh, who, you know, treated me poorly yesterday, gave them a C3, and my self-esteem just soared when I looked at this list. So that is a great next right step. And then finally, I want to talk about your energy. So uh, this recording is going to be available and I think the energy comes from stoking the fire. And so what I really want to encourage you to do um, is maybe listen to this blog talk radio show another time and to make sure that the information, the media, and things that you're putting in to yourself are very, very positive. They're the right fuel to get your fire going. I'd like to invite you to the Shine Retreat. It's coming up January 23rd. That would be a great way to stoke your fire, help you keep your New Year's resolutions, and uh, have fabulous self-esteem. My name is Nicole Greer. I'm the Vibrant Coach, and it has been my pleasure to be with you this morning. Come back next week at 7.30 at 9. uh, Next week at 7.30, and we will uh, have another Blog Talk radio show. It's been